Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Sodium pentothal, known commonly as truth serum. I saw Hobbit's name in the hospital school files. I love butt stuff. I hate spiders. I stole a pen from the bank. I cried during About a Boy. The soundtrack. I don't wash my hands before a surgery. I can see why women find Clive Owen attracted to the point where I might just as well be attracted to him. I use comparisons to Hitler to win arguments on the internet at the drop of a hat. I know nothing about wine. I'm more turned on by women in pajamas than lingerie. I just want to know they feel comfortable. I I didn't get Inception. I didn't get Inception. Oh! You said you saw his name in the files. <laughs> There's so many layers. What you, what you want? What you, what you want? And welcome, everybody, to podcast number 73. And uh, I'm your host. And over here, we've got the poster boy for legalized abortion. Wow. (laughs) I don't even know how to respond to that, dude. You'll find a way. I'm fucking... I I don't know. I'm Adam. Hi. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, So, uh... You're as if he it wasn't already bad enough that he's in Arizona, but he's also in a bathroom. In oh, Arizona. we're actually we're bringing this up. Yeah, so, I'm gonna. So just, okay. I'm just gonna mention it because you know while everybody would think, oh, bathroom, what you know is how? No, no, it's at a gas station. What? <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. I am at <laughs> a just hotel. Hap- that just happens to have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I am at a hotel, <laughs> bitch. Motherfucker. No. I'm at a hotel and um my oldest daughter was supposed to spend the night at my mother's house, but she's that that fell through and she fucking talks too much. So I'd said, Fuck all you bitches and I went in the bathroom. And the funny thing is I can't turn the light on because the light in the hotel bathroom is is connected to that fucking vent fan thing. <laughs> So if I turn it on, you won't even hear me. So I have to be in here with just the glow of the laptop. So you know I got that Google up just so I can hit that white screen. For all the light. For all the ambient light. And the only reason I'm in here is because there's no mirror in the bathroom. If there's a mirror in here, you guys can all go fuck yourself. I'm not coming into a dark bathroom with a mirror. It ain't happening. 
That's so, what's creepy. Are, are you crashing in the tub or are you like on the on the pot? You're all sitting on the can. I might handle some business right quick. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys hear some un uh some weird edits <laughs> fuck that raw and uncut I ain't editing shit literally no, oh, just, you know, I got the lid closed and I'm just kicking it yeah right <laughs> <laughs> we got an explicit tag for a reason <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh yeah we were just talking earlier about the uh all the fucking insane Avengers clips that are out, man. Dude. I, am I watched so, all of them yesterday. Oh, I'm so fucking pumped for that. I was thinking, too, because, like, I know you'll probably see it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to a midnight show, and I know um, uh, Peter, our resident, <laughs> our, usually our resident new movie reviewer, he's going to be seeing it. And I was thinking that, like, all of us, because since we're all, like, fanboys, and we're all just, like... Are gonna be like pretty much shooting wads at every moment of this movie. <laughs> the credits! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the trailer! <laughs> I might get so excited, I'll fucking blow my load at that little fake ass movie trivia they play before the movie starts. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing in line to get the ticket. <laughs> oh, man. I still wish they'd make a Justice League movie. I know. See, this that's what bothers me is that DC has a built-in fucking studio, Warner Brothers, and Marvel did it on its own. You know? Wow. It's just like... Marvel does have that Disney money, too. They just got... They didn't use... That Disney money just came in for the release of this, did it? That's true. It, that Disney money's coming from. Fuck, dude. Uh, what Ben Kingsley and um, Guy Pierce for Iron Man three. I'm telling you, dude. Oh man, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. And then fucking Kevin Feig, man. Yeah, I think the Civil War would be a good storyline for the third Avengers movie. And I'm happy he said third because it would have been fucking retarded if it was the second. It wouldn't made any sense. Yeah. The team just got together and now everything's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> if you thought Loki was bad enough. <laughs> <sighs> why? On a, on a separate note, why do I get the strongest Wi-Fi signal in the bathroom? <laughs> Because that's what the business is handled. Makes me think like they got cameras in this motherfucker watching me or something. You see the guy in the security booth like, oh, shit, don't look up, don't look up, don't look up. This motherfucker knows. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I just finished the Hunger Games book finally. Nice. Yeah. Actually, now when I actually sat down to read it, it took me like two days because, you know, I had other shit to do. Right. Um, but, dude, after I read it, you know, I was like. You know that chick that's Katniss, man? In the book, she's a fuck... Like, she's a role model. Like, I hear so many girls that are just like, Oh my god, Bella has it so... Oh my god, a werewolf and a vampire. It's like, but Bella's an emo little bitch. You have Katniss who fucking is good with a bow. She can think on her feet and live off the land if she needs to. And she can choke a bitch. That's right. I go, and, and, and girls aren't receptive to that. And still shows empathy and raw emotion. Right. 
Right. Yeah. And still has that the typical teen thing. Oh, she's conflicted. Oh, Peta and Gail, you know. And 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 I know she's, she's alive, but in real life, you know, I mean, come yeah. on, Chris Helmsworth and or Liam Helmsworth and yeah, yeah no. yeah, no, there's no competition there. Even even we know. Yeah. Even we know this. No home. No home. Yeah. You know, no homo, but straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Even we'd, we'd be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, you know what to pick. Yeah. And I know she's, you know, supposed to be a teenager in the movie, but she's hot. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drop it like that. <laughs> the actress is attractive. Oh, I think man. she's 18. I don't fucking know. I don't even well, care. I, I went on. I was doing for, um, I was looking for, because on my, my other blog I was writing on how she's a good role model for, for chicks instead of like, you know, one of the Kardashians or Lindsay mm-hmm. or whatever. So I was, I typed in, you know, hunger game, uh, Katniss and, um, Katniss Everdeen. And I was like going, okay. So of course they bring up, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's picture. I saw some of these modeling pictures she did. I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the best advice I ever heard anyone give to a woman was you can be there's only two types of women and you can choose which one you want to be. You can be the one who's an individual and does what she wants to do and tells everybody to go fuck themselves if they bug her, or you could be a statistic. <laughs> and to be honest, the statistics are the one night stands, baby. Yep. You know, you know, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, we need those. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like not everybody can go to college. Well. Right. Not everybody can not, be an individual. Right. Not everybody can can do a startup company. Not everybody can a CEO. You know, we need those people that hand that hand out the fries. You know, we That's need right. the people that fill up our ketchup containers. That's right. <laughs> oh man. No, seriously, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, individuals, man. Halo Four, motherfucker, <laughs> dude. Uh, so Halo Four, Diablo Three. Um, you're you're gonna have a busy year. <laughs> I'm already busy because I'm playing that beta Diablo three. I know, right? <laughs> That's right. That was so funny when you posted on your Facebook last night. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, damn it, Blizzard! <laughs> I was like, you got me in the the Diablo beta, which reminded me how I used to have fun playing WoW. Now I'm downloading WoW. <laughs> and then you were getting your five year anniversary for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. And and also today I just realized they have a starter pack for Star StarCraft too. <laughs> I'm like, why? I posted when you did the first one I posted on there and this was the last thing ever heard. <laughs> I've been like well, moving right into the next one. The, out of all the games I just recently got, I've been playing that Legends of Grimrock, dude. Legends of Grimrock, like back in the day, and I know you know what I'm talking about. They had those video games that were dungeon crawlers, right. where it's first person and you just move through a dungeon, like a lot of like kind of some Dungeons and Dragons shit. You had to write your own map and shit. <laughs> you get lost like a bitch. Um, and there were puzzles and bad guys to fight. So Legends of Grimrock is that. It's that genre, but it, of course it's matured and stuff. And they have like the computer will write you a map for you. But you can also put in the old school mode and then it won't oh, yeah. you then it won't write you a map. You know that's how that's how I was doing it. <laughs> Cuz I'm an original pimp. <laughs> oh, hey, when when was Halo 4 getting released? I think it was just the like a time of year, I think is what they said, right? Uh um, stalling for time, stalling <laughs> for time. <laughs> I don't remember. 
can't, yeah, because I remember. I don't think it was like an, a physical date was given. I thought like it was December 2012. Uh, around that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. November 6, 2012. Oh, okay. That's what Wikipedia says. So, yeah, I, I, I completely spaced on it. That's why I kind of just moved into Legends of Grimrock. Because <laughs> I know I was going to be the one that needed to uh, furnish that information. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, because I was like, I was like, Halo 4, sweet. And then I just forgot about it. Because I don't want to, I don't want to dwell. Like, new games come out like that, like something, a, a series that I'm really into. And I can't focus on it. Because it'll drive me fucking crazy. Like the like I'll, three? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'll be online fucking looking for every little piece of information I can find. Like, I just try to ignore it. Well, it was funny, too, because, like, how long it was taking for Diablo 3 to come out. You were just like, man, you know what? I'm over Diablo 3. It can, I don't care anymore. And then you got into the beta, and then suddenly you're like, oh, shit. But even then, Diablo 3, like, I'm playing it. And I'm enjoying it, but I don't have that same feeling I had when I played Diablo 2 or something like that back in the day. Like, the game is cool, but it's a little different. Um, and honestly, I'm a little more excited for Torchlight 2, to be completely honest. Because mm-hmm. Tor- Torchlight was made by former people who worked for Diablo. Worked for Diablo. <laughs> worked on Diablo. Um, <laughs> worked for Diablo. Yeah. And they made a console version of that same, you know, kill and loot style video game. Right. And Torchlight's the shit. Um, and Torchlight 2 is coming out later this year. I'm a little more excited for that, but yeah, that's just me. But uh, Diablo 3 is still sick too. I'm probably going to pick it up. You know, just like a boss, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm going to buy all the fucking games. Fuck it. Yeah, why not? I don't got to feed my kids. Yeah, fuck them. They can fend for themselves. That's right. <laughs> Survival of the fittest, bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time we jump into some news. It might be. Yeah. For those of you wondering what is going to happen at the end of this season, currently slated for a May 11th on Fringe, you may get some closure. Sort of. Uh Producers have filmed an alternate ending for the season finale based on Fox's decision on whether to renew or cancel the series. According to Zap to it, Agent Broles uh, himself, Lance Reddick, divulged some information regarding the two possible endings. Quote, something happens at the very, very end of the season finale. It may or may not stay. I don't know. It could open up an entire new season. It could be a cliffhanger, be the thing that is beautiful. But the thing is, uh, let me try that again. But the thing that's beautiful about the way the season ends is that it seems to answer almost all the questions that started in season one, except that one story, which makes perfect sense. Many shows have done this in the past, but, you know, we see but we shall see what Fox decides. However, Screen Rant is going on the record saying that the odds are looking good that the series to come back for one final 13-episode run to end up all the storylines and say goodbye to fans via Chuck. Uh, In the event that Fox axes the series, producers are planning to immediately jump into the comic book realm and complete the story in the comic medium. So we'll see what happens to that. But I'm sure if they give them a 13-episode run like they did with with, uh, Chuck, uh, I think everybody will at least be happy with that. Yeah, well, they should be. Yeah. Uh, real quick, um, in between the news, oh shit, um, <laughs> I posted this on Facebook, but I still think it's funny enough to say now, uh, Men's Humor tweeted, um, 
on 420. If Taco Bell delivered, they would make so much money today. Hashtag 420. Taco Bell <laughs> responded at Men's Humor. We're probably going to make a lot of money today anyway. Hashtag ballin. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the shit. I'll share that on the uh, Lazy Geeks Facebook. Yeah, because you know that's how, that's how it roll. That's right. If I figure out how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be all technology and i'm fucking uh steve's telling me yeah you can share it directly onto the uh the, i'm like for real <laughs> oh stupid You're like can we all did we always were we always able to do that <laughs> yes motherfucker we were always i was like fuck i don't give a fuck it's like i was just kidding i know how to do that <laughs> anyway uh anyways uh, Sony has decided to be generous with their new handheld and offer three free Vita apps coming over uh, the next coming months. The first app is Paint Pack and will be offered on April 18th. Paint Pack is a painting program, duh, that turns the Vita's touchscreen into a drawing pad with an on-screen color palette. You'll be able to use the Vita's cameras to take pictures and edit them in the app. Paint Pack supports up to five players via the ad hoc mode five players on a paint app (laughs) what the hell are you guys doing just like scribbling on each other's drawings and shit so next (laughs) the next app is called treasure pack uh which lets users create their own puzzles and share them with friends that sounds kind of dope you'll be able to utilize the console's uh quote near application and 3g capabilities to find puzzles that may be floating nearby there is no official release date at this time. That sounds kind of cool. That does. Um, the final app. This one is. This one sounds stupid. <laughs> it sounds stupid, and they're like, okay, that's kind of cool. The final app is called Wake Up Club, and is the simplest of the bunch. Wake Up Club is an alarm alarm clock. That's the cool part. It's always nice to have an alarm clock on a device that's only gonna last like six hours. Right. Um, <laughs> now the alarm, the Wake Up Club app. Let's you sync with other users that set their alarm at the same time. Why fuck? Why? <laughs> like, I don't like. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like, how many people do you think sync their alarm at eight o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Like, you can have like a million people, or the two people that use the stupid app. And then I put, I'm sure the purpose of this will make sense when it comes out, and it probably won't. Most likely won't. But it's kind of cool that Sony's um, throwing some free apps out. It's just kind of it kind of seems like they'll probably do that later on, depending on you know there might be an ad or an ad or two or whatever. But it's uh, the painting thing is kind of a natural progression. Yeah. The Treasure Park's pretty dope though. I think that one's the coolest one. And for those who don't have an alarm clock, yeah, you know, wake <laughs> up club. Uh, well. This is a big time for comic retailers. Not only are they ordering issues for Marvel's Avengers vs. X-Men, which I just read the second issue, but I'll go over that in the in our main topic, and getting ready for DC's launch of Night of the Owls for Batman. But they are starting to get pre-orders for the New 52 second wave. Bleeding Cool it is noticing that a particular title isn't getting much love from retailers, and it, and it might surprise you. Earth 2. 
World's Finest is getting a lot of attention, and some attention is being given to Dial H and GI Combat. Even Team Titans Annual, which features the launch of the Ravagers, is getting plenty of advanced reorders. Now, we know that retailers get advanced copies of the comic and can judge what their customers will like, but is Earth 2 that bad that they won't house many copies of it? Or, wow. is, it, or is it simply because demands of other titles and events, they need to sacrifice some uh, probably more obscure titles for selling ones? So... I know. I was just kind of like, kind of reading that. I'm like, going, ooh, did did well? This the, and the whole thing is the second wave. It's really a lot of obscure shit. Yeah. The, the, I mean, you know, you're revamping the whole series. Everybody kind of knows what it is, and I think they waited too long for some of these characters. I think if they added them, you know, in there and then launched their own title instead of having a quote second wave. Yeah, they've they've been doing they've been doing a real by the books like fucking bullshit. And even my, um, I know someone, well, it's my fucking uncle in the industry <laughs> or whatever. Um, he says that the 52 thing sounds good when you hear about it, but from a, a marketing standpoint, it's a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. And Marvel still has the upper hand because Marvel can be like, look at this new thing happening. Look at this new thing happening. Yeah. And DC doesn't. It's yeah. one week it's, or one month. Issue sevens came out. <laughs> right. Mostly, you know, I mean, just listen to me when I read the fucking DC releases. <laughs> yeah. If it's if I don't say the number, it's number eight. <laughs> yeah, it's just and I'm going to say that, too. So, I mean, there's a lot of good stories going on, like um, Justice League for one. Boom, dude. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just it's a hard sell sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, what isn't a hard sell. A free video game. Um, and this or bit of news. Or prostitute. That's true, too. That, yeah, well, you know, health reasons and shit. Um, so the so mo- many layers! Yeah, I know. <laughs> so um, the Model T of MMORPGs has recently, <laughs> which obviously we're talking about the first EverQuest. Of course. Has recently gone free to play. And if you're still in shock that the game still exists, you'll be even more surprised at how much money it's making now. Since going free to play, EverQuest's uh, unique... User login traffic has increased by 150%, while con- concurrent usage also rose by 40% since last month. So those two people that play it now have more people to play with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, there's a lot of people playing this game now. Um, the big money maker with free-to-play titles are the virtual items, and EverQuest sales on that have doubled since the thrifty move. Um, the option to subscribe to the game is still there, as well for those that just want it all for, for a fee. EverQuest is a long-standing MMO that deserves respect for kickstarting a genre. What better way to pay homage than to play the game without paying for it? Um, EverQuest is a monument to a genre, but <laughs> it's also a bit of a relic at this point. And I, I, I tried the free-to-play, and I'm not saying it's a bad game, because it isn't. It's an amazing game. But it's just I can't get past the I'm in the 90s feel it has, <laughs> you know, and you're like, fuck, like a lot of little bullshit, you know, um, but I think I might give it a second chance because this game is ridiculous. I mean, there's so many expansion packs. They're still making content for this fucking game. Jeez, that's yeah. just a lot, though. It's they, the shit. Yeah. And this is this one is the ever crack because it was like. 
it wasn't like World of Warcraft where you die and you're like, oh, oh, that sucks. You take your little ghost and run back to your corpse. This is like, you just lost fucking experience points, you piece of shit. Don't <laughs> lie next, you know, don't die next time. It's like, fuck. So people used to wig out on this game. <laughs> no! And it's percentage based. I think it's percentage based on how, how high your level is. Oh, which is even worse. So like if you're like top tier level, you're like, you lost like 50% of your shit. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Suddenly you're turning into the Hulk right there. Your shirt's ripping. <laughs> yeah. And you're just fucking Hulk smash. Slapping bitches. I'll tell you what, EverQuest is better than EverQuest 2. Mm. That's, that's on, that's just the way it is. Really. <laughs> um, oh man. Well, Microsoft really knows how to keep itself in the news. Uh, with their confusingly questionable news about the new Windows phone, the Nokia Lumina 900, which stems from tech glitches to selling out in some AT&T stores, Microsoft knows how to keep tech sites talking about them. During the Easter holiday, reports started to surface that the device was encountering some technical issues, which was later countered with AT&T's surprise that the phone was, quote, above um, performing quote above expectation end quote and some say that certain stores uh, that the devices had been sold out but Gizmodo claims that some sources say that they only had two or four per color in stock uh, the biggest news this week came from internet rumors what a surprise that the new Windows phone including the Lumina would not be able to upgrade to Windows 8 except uh, which is expected to be released later this year. This caused the internet flurry, as it often does, of quasi-investigative journalism that mostly consists of Google searches and forum threads over the story. The confusion was amplified by Microsoft developer evangelist Nuno Silva, who told Swami that the Windows Phone will be able to upgrade to Windows Phone 8, and later recanted his statement, citing, quote, The point I was attempting to make was simply that existing Windows Phone applications will run on the next version of Windows Phone. This is the same guidance that Microsoft shared late last year, in quotes, Silva said in a blog post. Quote, I mistakenly confused app compatibility with phone updatability, which caused the rumors we saw yesterday. I didn't intend to give the impression that I was offering new guidance on any product under development or their upgradeability. Gardner analyst Kev, um, Ken Dulani told Wired, most people, quote, most people like Microsoft because they are more open. They, if they turn out to be the same as Apple, it's unfortunate. They're hurting themselves by not explaining what they're doing, end quote. All of this comes on the heels that Verizon is showing, quote unquote, support for their new Windows phone, claiming that there needs to be a third ecosystem in the wireless world. Microsoft could be waiting for a showcase to mention their phone and the and that they will be able to upgrade to the new OS. But if they prove not to have that ability to up, upgrade itself, it will be another in a long line of ways to prove that Microsoft loves to shoot themselves in the foot. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me that they wouldn't be able to upgrade. I mean, it just because, you know, uh, Android does it, you know, iOS obviously does it. But if Microsoft just does that little bullshit you're gonna lose a lot of people that would think like oh i can get that oh well i'll just have to wait till the, a new phone comes out that has eight and then you end up getting screwed because you're still sending out phones with windows you know 7.5 and it's just stupid yeah it's just silly <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't even like I hear so much news about Microsoft and like every bit of it. It's not even bad news. It's just like like what the fuck? Like what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know what they're doing anymore. <sighs> I look at Windows 8 and I'm like what are you doing? <laughs> I know, right? What are you doing? Um all right, moving right along to another. You know what? This isn't even a what are you doing? This is just you're a lucky son of a bitch. Um So as you know, the the retail chain uk retail chain game just like gamestop or um eb games or whatever right. um they went into administration which means bankruptcy for some american friends um <laughs> and was bought by uh op capita it was bought out of administration so lucky them so after the uk retail chain game almost got shut down ea ea has decided to stock their shelves once again EA cut support for games several months ago when their financial troubles became public. EA's decision caused game to lose an estimated $3.2 million. Wow. Um, quote, we said two weeks ago that our first priority was to help our customers by putting more new releases and products in our store and on our websites. Game CEO Martin Gibbs told Eurogamer. Today we've launched a fantastic deal on Mass Effect 3 at... Um, pounds. Um, And they're still using pounds right now. I'm just kidding. In in stores and $24.99 online. And The Witcher 2, with an exclusive t-shirt, is launching tomorrow. Pandora's Tower Limited Edition, which was released on our website last week, will arrive in our stores this week. There will also be numerous new hardware and software. So basically saying, hey, we're store again. Um, things are slowly coming back to normal for the crippled company. After closing 277 stores, laying off 2,000 people, and selling off some international operations, there are a lot of pieces to put back together. We yeah. can rebuild it. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know. It was kind of fucking crazy because this store was gone, dude. Then all of a sudden, Op Capita comes in like da 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 da, and just buys that shit. They they pushed the fault line back up and then just spun the world backwards. Because well, everything obvious. was fine. It was obvious. I mean, imagine GameStop not being able to make enough money in America to be. It's obvious that someone was fucking up. Yeah. Because it's pretty easy to sell video games nowadays, yeah. you know, in a developed you country. You, you don't even need people in the store. No. 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 It'd be no. vending machines. Yeah. Like in Japan where they sell panties and vending machines. You always go to those panties. I worry about you, dude. I worry about you. Hey, at least I'm not saying the, you know, never mind. I'm not even going to bother with we're gonna that. Do, we're going to take a trip. We're going to take a trip. <laughs> Thailand, baby. That's right. <laughs> Bangkok, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> uh, but that would be yeah i mean like yeah one day like gamestop suddenly said yeah we're closing up some stores because we're losing like, money be like what the fuck who fucked up that free lunch yeah you know? and because gamestop fucks up a lot yeah and they're still fucking going strong you know so i don't know yeah you gotta th- th- those are one of those things where you'd be just like who 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 took that extra long vacation. Who was too busy on the golf course not paying attention to what the fuck was going on? I know, right? All right, All so, right so let's go to new releases. So Netflix, we've got uh, The Rebound. This is all available on stream, by the way. Dial M for Murder, Space Cowboys. I love that movie, dude. Risky Business, 
classic Tom Cruise movie right there. And uh, Diner, some some good eighties movies there. Nice. What do we got um, in games? The games is pretty good this week. Uh, first, we got Prototype for Xbox 360. I'm sorry, Prototype 2. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, what? Back in time. <laughs> um, for the 360 and PS3, that comes out on the 24th. Um, UEFA Euro 2012, that's a soccer game. Um, <laughs> for the PS3, PC, and 360, comes out on the 24th as well. Risen 2, Doc Waters for the PC, comes out on the 24th. Um, Akai... Akai Katana Shin, nice, yeah. for the 360, comes out on the 27th. Bloodforge for the 360, comes out on the 25th. Max Payne Mobile comes out for the Android for the 26th. Uh, uh, I have to, I'm, I, I'm almost tempted to buy that one. Yeah, I've played the game. I don't, I don't need to play it again just because it's on a real tiny screen. You know, I, still have my, I still have my PS2, so I could just play it on that. Like a boss. This is a funny one, dude. El Chavo for the Wii on the 27th. What the fuck? El Chavo's that fucking... Um, it's like a se- the game's a series of mini games based off this character on Spanish television. It's that show where it goes... Wah, 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 wah. It's like a really famous Spanish show. Yeah. And it's one of those shows like you don't even need to know Spanish and you're laughing your fucking ass off. <laughs> It's just funny. And it's this weird Spanish television fascination of adults acting like children. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Um, oh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese's Arcade Room. Yes! For the DS comes out on the 26th. My son Aww. made with that one. Um, Dusex Human Evolution comes out for the Mac <clears throat> on the 26th. God, you got to feel bad for these Mac users. I know. You gotta, if, you're, if you're a gamer and you're playing Mac, what are you doing? Now, say the, th- say the theater releases so I can hear the first one. Do it. The Raven. Yes. <laughs> see that movie. Yeah, we. It's funny that it's just coming out now. We saw like the panel and the trailer for that all at fucking Comic Con. I'm sorry, but Edgar Allan Poe, John Cusack. It's done and done. <laughs> we're, we should be at the theater right now. <laughs> we're gonna see this, and then we're gonna go back in line and wait for the Avengers. <laughs> we're gonna be standing in line. There's no line for this, guys. I don't give a fuck. Camping out and shit. That's right. Uh, yeah, The Raven. We got the new Jason Statham movie, Safe. Uh, five-year engagement. That's with Jason Siegel. Pirates. Band of Misfits. <laughs> and uh, a limited release, Bernie, which stars Jack Black. Um, haven't seen shit on that, so I just saw it. I was like going, oh, on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> uh, DVDs this week. We've got Contraband. I want to see that. The classic Mark Wahlberg movie. Um, Full Metal Alchemist Blood um, Brotherhood Co- Complete Collection 1 Blu-ray. Uh, Marvel Anime X-Men The Complete Series. Ultimate Avengers Movie Collection, which has the animated Ultimate Avengers, Ultimate Avengers 2, New Avengers, Heroes of Tomorrow, all on Blu-ray. Uh, the Marvel Animated Feature 3 Movie Pack or Collection features Planet Hulk, Iron Man, and Doctor Strange, all on Blu-ray, and of course, Marvel anime Iron Man, the complete series. Yes. <laughs> A lot of fucking comic book shit going on. Well, yeah, you got Avengers coming out the week after, so. I know. But, um... Let's talk about some DC. Talk about some DC. With Avengers coming out, we need to all <laughs> uh, chip in to keep DC alive. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you need to keep them afloat, you know? That's right. <laughs> keep hope alive, guys. No, and like I said, I was going to say this. If I don't say a number, it's issue eight. 
Um, All Star Western, Aquaman, Batman Nightfall, Volume 1, New Edition trade paperback, uh, Batman the Dark Knight, Blackhawks, The Flash, The Fury of Firestorm, The Nuclear Men. I don't like the name of that. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's too long. Um, Gears of War 23, um, Gotham Central Book 4, Corrigan trade paperback. It's pretty cool. It's like more about what the cops are doing and stuff. Um, or excuse me, Gotham PD. Um, <laughs> Green Lantern, New Guardians, I Vampire, Justice League Dark. Yes. Justice League of America, The Rise of Eclipso hardcover um, on the Justice League between 2006 and 2011. Um, Mad Magazine 515. <laughs> yes, DC puts that out. Um, the Savage Hawkman Showcase presents The Spectre Volume 1 trade paperback. Nice. Stormwatch Volume 1 hardcover. Superman, Superman, Secrets, <laughs> Secrets of the Fortress of Solitude, trade paperback, Teen Titans, Uncharted Six of Six, and Voodoo, that you do <laughs> so well. <laughs> All right, so um, the Marvel, you know, and, and they do uh, things other than the Avengers, just so you know. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. The Avengers are in every single book. Everything you see here, the Avengers are in there. (laughs) It's all a movie (laughs) tie-in. Yeah. (laughs) That would be funny. Their whole series, even shit that doesn't even have anything to do with them. You know, Howard the Duck. (laughs) Moon Knight number 12, fucking Avengers are in that bitch. (laughs) Random cameo. Iron Man pops out of nowhere. Thor. (laughs) Iron Man, where are you going? I'm going to the movie theater. He's got an AMC ticket, you know. You just see, you see Moon Knight going, motherfucker. <laughs> when does Moon Knight get a movie? When Moon Knight can have a comic book series that doesn't get fucking canceled. Oh. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, randomly, you know, in, you know, in the Dark Tower comic book, you're going to see Thor in the background. <laughs> I know. Saying, coming May 4th. <laughs> fucking moon knight fake ass batman dude. i know dude seriously uh all right so coming out from marvel astonishing x-men 49 astonishing x-men exalted hardcover which was the astonishing x-men exile hardcover uh, <laughs> a versus x versus issue one of six battle scars six of six captain america 10 captain america and hawkeye 629 uh dakin dark wolverine Big break, trade paperback, Daredevil 11. That's going to be the conclusion of the um, Omega effect, which is spanned from Avenging Spider-Man to uh, Punisher, and now it's going to end in Daredevil 11. Dark Tower, the Battle of Jericho Hill, trade paperback, Dark Tower, the Gunslinger of Waystation, number 5 of 5. Fear Itself, Wolverine, New Mutants, hardcover, FF17, Marvel Ultimate uh, oh, Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider-Man number one, which was the family-friendly Ultimate Spider-Man Adventures. Uh, Mighty Thor 13, Moon Knight 12, <laughs> New Avengers 25, Secret Avengers 26, Super Crooks 2 of 4, 12, number 12 of 12. Nice. <laughs> I know, right? 2012. <laughs> uh, Ultimate Comics, the, tw- the Ultimates number 9. Ultimate Comics X-Origin, which is the Death of Spider-Man trade paperback. Uh, Uncanny X-Men 11, Wolverine 305, Wolverine, Wolverine's Revenge trade paperback, X-Men Legacy 265, and X-Men War Machines hardcover. In uh, other uh, distributions... Do you want Do you want me to read this? you take a little break? Uh, you do half, I'll do half. Okay, we'll, do we'll, we'll stop right at um, Game of Thrones. Okay. Done. 
Uh, Darkness number 102 from Image, Danger Girl Revolver 404 from IDW, Dungeons and Dragons Volume 3 Down 8 Hardcover, IDW, G.I. Joe Retaliation Official Movie Prequel Number 4 of 4, IDW, Popeye 104, <laughs> fucking Popeye's always a, a pleasure to read yeah. from IDW, uh, Snake Eyes 12, IDW, Jesus, IDW, calm down. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Stephen King, Stephen King and Joe Hill's Road Rage Throttle, three of four IDW. I, IDW needs to remember that DC has to make money too. You yeah, know. I know. Like, like, keep hope alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nine IDW. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Archie one hundred page spectacular. I'm not even gonna ask. What, <laughs> what the hell? IDW. Um, Transformers Robots in Disguise four IDW. Um, Army of Darkness three from Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> but I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> Be that as it may. <laughs> Goth Enus, Goth Enus's, um Jennifer Blood 12 from Dynamite and George uh, uh, Martin's A Game of Thrones 7 from Dynamite. <laughs> uh, Green Hornet 24 from Dynamite. Kirby Genesis 7 Dynamite. Merciless The Rise of Ming number 1 by Dynamite. Ninjets. Uh, three <laughs> by Dynamite. Vampirella, The Red Room, number one, Dynamite. Warlords of Mars, number 17 by Dynamite. Abe Sapien, volume two. The Devil n- Does Not Jest and Other Stories, trade paperback, Dark Horse. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. I know. I know. <laughs> Angel and Faith, number nine, Dark Horse. BPRD Hell on Earth the Pickens County Horror. I have the first I have the first issue of that. I haven't read it though. <laughs> uh King Conan the Phoenix of on the Sword 404 Dark Horse. Mass Effect Homeworlds number 1 Dark yes. Horse. Mass Effect Volume 3 Invasion Trade Paperback. Yes. And uh some Star Wars titles here. Star Wars Blood Ties Boba Fett is Dead number 1 of 4 Dark Horse. Um Star Wars Crimson Empire 3, Empire Lost, number 6 of 6, Dark Horse. Uh, Star Wars Dark Times Out of the Wilderness, number 5 of 5, Dark Horse. And Star Wars Invasion, volume 3, Revelations, trade paperback. <laughs> Gotta love the end of the month, man. I know, jeez. And then the last is where everything goes, oh shit, we need it to come out now! <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got some collectibles, uh, uh, Doctor Who, Davros, and the Destroyed Imp Dalek action figure 2 set. If you guys remember the Journeys and in Tenets last season, you have Davros and the Destroyed um, Dalek, $59.99. Uh, classic Doctor Who here. Doctor Who, Perry, and Rogue Cybermen action figure 2 set, $49.99. And uh, this I thought was cool. Star Wars Kenner. R2-D2, 7.5-inch nice. action figure, 80 bucks. Kenner is the shit. Not half bro. Kenner. <laughs> and then the, yeah, that's right. Uh, then the Batman Arkham City Series 2 is out. Uh, we got, let me look at the, oh, the Riddler, uh, Catwoman, Batman, the, the Detective Mode variant, Hush, and uh, Jervis Tech. Oh, the Mad Hatter. Thanks. Um, uh, pretty good size. I mean, the Riddler is no Batman, of course. The Detective Mo variant. He is the tallest at six point seven five inches, and then the Riddler six point seven, Catwoman six point five, Hush is six point eight. Oh, I'm sorry, he's the tallest. The Mad Hatter, of course, is a short little bastard, and he's four point two five. Um, good size uh, characters. Each one hundred and two dollars. 
But remember, it's not about the size of the character. No. Yeah. It's about the motion that, of the ocean. That's right. So the Mad Hatter is crazy, so he probably fucks like a fucking champ. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We had to we had to we had to break it down for the people that were still like, I don't get it. Uh. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's roll right into our recommendation for the week. All right. My recommendation this week. My recommendation Your this recommendation. week. <laughs> I was gonna cover it, then I'm like, ah fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> my my recommendation this week is uh Epic's original documentary with great power, the Stanley story. I need to see this too. Yeah. Um it's actually it's a really cool uh documentary. I have a I have a full review on it on the website lizageeks.com and uh it's it's very much uh a a testament to what stanley has done uh you know it's it it features artists that he worked with and um everybody in the comic book industry basically just shining so much sunshine up his ass it's amazing um and uh, I, i i there was a couple of points where i was a little disappointed like some of the darker areas like the fallout with steve ditko and and jack kirby they didn't they kind of glossed over it a little bit so you knew it was kind of a fluff piece um but it still was enjoyable i would have it's not so much of an examination of the person it's more of his career and just what he's done for all of us all of us comic geeks and uh and uh but it was it was it's a lot of fun to watch and you just watch him and you know he's such a nice guy like yeah. he he appreciates the fans and he always is always the one to say without the fans we're nothing so you know he and um you know so it it's a great great one to watch uh you can go to the website lazygeeks.com and check out my full review and uh but that's and if you get Epix you can actually sign up for Epix online they do have um online content and uh I think it's the 27th or the 29th they're having Marvel Heroes weekend which is going to have Iron Man 2, Thor, um, this documentary, and Captain America. So it's a good good time to help amp yourself up. Yeah, and tell them to send some some free stuff over to the Arizona office. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. My, uh, my recommendation is the Google Plus app. Okay, now, on. No, just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you happen to be... In a circle of friends, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> yeah. um, that use Google Plus, you'll want this app. If not, you'll still want this app. I'm gonna tell you why. Um, it's obvious why you would want it if your friends are using it. But um, they have a few cool things in it. Uh, one is you can put it because Google Plus is like Facebook and Twitter had a baby yeah. that no one really gives a fuck about. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's like an illegitimate <laughs> child of Facebook and Twitter. The redheaded um, stepchild. Exactly. But the, the the reason why it's a hybrid to me is it has like a trending type thing. So you can see Facebook updates like what's popular. And then also they have this thing where it's like around me or near me or something. So you go to it and your GPS will pop up. And then you'll get people's little updates that are in your city. Like what's popping off? Like I'm at Dunkin' Donuts. They got fucking this on sale. Oh shit! And you roll over to Dunkin' Donuts because you sell a little coffee or something. But first half off down at the bar, local bar. You, know? <laughs> you gotta roll down. Um, <laughs> so Google, if, you, if you're heavy into stocking, exactly. Good, good um, little extra bit there. <laughs> the Google Plus app is well designed. It's snappier than the Facebook app. Um, it's 
It's it's just a really good application. Like it's really well put together. The only problem is, is that no one really uses Google Plus. Yeah. Um. So hopefully people will. The only complaint I have with Google and Facebook is the fact that you can't like directly through uh directly through Facebook you cannot update pages like fan pages or anything like that. That's the one problem that I have with both those yeah. with those direct unless you use a third party like uh Seismic, mm-hmm. you know, you can do that, but you can't do it through the Facebook app, which I think is kind of retarded. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. Not retarded. It's it's a bit um, silly. Oh, I got I got in trouble for that a couple of days ago. Oh yeah. I said, cause you know I'm from the East Coast. I'm just fucking retarded. I should have said wicked in front of this. Fucking wicked retarded. <laughs> you know. I said this shit is retarded right now because it was something that wasn't working. Like it, it was just fucked up. I can't remember what it was. It was like a. I was doing some janky shit with fucking like a VCR and trying to hook shit through it and all types of dumb shit. Like, you can't fucking say that. That's disrespectful to the mentally challenged. I'm like, you're disrespecting the mentally challenged because you're comparing them to this fucking VCR. <laughs> I'm not even talking about anything like, like that. I'm just saying this fucking shit's retarded. Look it up in the fucking dic- dictionary. And that's what pisses me off because when you look up retarded, it doesn't say just exclusive word for the mentally challenged. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up to call a mentally challenged person retarded. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not retarded. No. <laughs> You know, but when you're saying, you know, ah, fuck it, whatever, I got in trouble for it a couple of days ago. <laughs> oh man, but anyway, back to the the, the, the I think it it it's just it needs a little a little better functionality with people that maybe just do more than just have a profile. But that's on both of them. I, and yeah, and Facebook just had a an, uh, an update I think yesterday or the day before, and the layout changed a little, and it's still janky as ever. But you know. The Facebook fucking app sucks. It does. It, it's so fucking slow. It's impossible. I'll be on Wi-Fi and this shit takes too long. <laughs> well, what cracks me up half the time is the fact that when you sit there and you do some of that shit and you you try to like access you know whatever whatever it is you know it, it's messages you know don't come through you have to have a separate app just to converse with chat and the messaging you can't do it in the same app you guys aren't that smart yeah it's just like come on man facebook works better when you just go through the web browser on the phone yeah the web ui is yeah definitely a lot a lot smoother bitches be bitches all right so for our topic this week keeping it relaxed this is this is one of our this is in our fireside chat series (laughs) where we just keep it real with smoking little pipe yeah hold on hold on let me light my pipe you fucking water (laughs) pipe you motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) um well we um i was thinking about it this week and i and with the avengers coming out um in a week I would, you know, I was sitting here and thinking, like, you know, we talk a lot about tech and we talk about a lot, you know, internet politics and, and and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what, we don't do a whole lot in the comic book realm. And yeah, we made a lot of jokes today saying about like, yeah, DC needs the money. They don't really. We're just no, we're don't. talking around. And, um, I a, and I am a humongous DC fan. Yeah, so. but it's just because of the Avengers. It's like, come on, yeah. DC need the money. <laughs> but. Uh, but we wanted to kind of I, – I thought it would be kind of a cool little thing to, to talk about some comics. And, you know, we, we mention all these comics, but, like, you know, what do we read? What have we always liked? You know, why are we, you know, one for another? So, you know, um, I thought, like, 
you know, we could just we could just talk and find out, you know, what kind of comics we read. And, then, you know, and some people may be interested to find out why we're reading it or something. Oh, I thought about that, but, you know, or what we quit reading is is, is also a good is also a good topic for people. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, like what are you reading right now? Right now, I've been meaning to read Marvel <laughs> shit, but I've been I've been pretty much strictly DC. Um, the books that I'm currently reading, I'm a, I have a list. Okay. Yeah, I had to do one too. <laughs> right. Action Comics, Batman and Robin, Batman the Dark Knight. I, I actually kind of fell off Dark Knight. I haven't really been reading that much. Detective Comics, 110%. Yes. Um, Green Lantern, Justice League, 100 million fucking percent. Um, Suicide Squad, love that one. Um, Superman, I read it because of who writes it. Yeah. Let's just say that. Uh, and I've, I've kind of been digging on The Flash. Um, as, as far as, I'm not reading any Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, I do have, what do I have on my desk? Let's see. Adventure Time, number one. I have that sitting on my desk. <laughs> um, the Army of Darkness, number one, from Dynamite. Um, Dynamite! That's right. Uh, I have the B, BPRD, Hell on Earth, uh, the long, yeah. long, blah, blah, blah. my uncle sent me that one. Like oh. I don't, I haven't read it. I have Star Wars: Dawn of the Jedi number one. Nice. Like I like to get number ones. Yeah. You know when I'm feeling frisky. You know what <laughs> I mean. Um, and I have something called Domino Ladies Threesome that just sounded sexy. It does. Um, and Peter Panzerfaust, which I think I'm gonna get in trouble for having because that sounds a little Nazi-ish. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> um, but Marvel-wise, I've I've really, I've really wanted to get into um, some of the backlog Marvel. Um, I haven't read Marvel since fucking Civil War, wow. so I wouldn't mind reading. And I know there's a lot of negativity around it, but I wouldn't mind reading Death of Spider-Man. Oh, um, she wasn't too bad. Yeah, I wouldn't mind reading that. I wouldn't mind reading some of these newer Spider-Mans from Ultimate, the Ultimate Spider-Man line with the new cat. And I, I actually want to read just the main line of Fear Itself, only because it was such a fucking big deal. Yeah. I just I just want to get it out of the way. Um but and I do want to read a lot of the newer Avengers stuff. I hear they're doing big things on that. Yeah. But that's about it for me. Oh, Star Trek, uh, Star the Star Trek and Legion of Superheroes crossover. <laughs> I I have all those issues, but I haven't read them yet. I I just recently moved to Arizona. Give me a fucking break. Okay. <laughs> I don't have time to read all these comic books. Um. Well, I'm reading. Thanks for asking. Um. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, currently, I'm actively reading uh, Daredevil because uh, you know he just had a relaunch uh, several months ago, and um, he'd been he'd been down low after he was outed as um, Matt Murdock, so he had to take some time off, let things cool. Now he's back. Uh, now he's an Avenger. Um, I'm reading The Punisher. And they had a new series on Punisher, not Punisher Max, just the regular the regular line, and that's been actually really cool. I've been really following that one, uh, the new uh, the new launch of Captain America, um, Avenging Spider Man. I've been really digging. Uh, he and I know I recommended this like a couple months ago when the first issue came out, but um, they had a four issue story arc uh, which had to deal with Spider Man and the Mole Man, uh, Mole Man, and then uh, and Red Hulk, but now he's uh, First couple issue, first issue, he teamed up with Hawkeye, which was great. 
uh, it, that was you know going back and forth. And then he tried to bond with Captain America in the latest issue, and um, found out that that Steve Rogers was actually kind of a was a, kind of a geek when he was younger, obviously because you know he was a weakling and all that. So he tries to bond with him. And um, and it's hilarious because there's a lot of stuff like between him and between uh, Peter Parker and Hawkeye, that's just hilarious. Um, Action comics, I, I read that one uh, again because mostly because who's writing it? Uh, the Dark Knight I've actually been into, and Detective Comics I've really been into as well as Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've been really into the Ultimates, which is the Ultimate Universe uh, Avengers. Which has been really, really good with Jonathan Hickman um, on this one. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, they're doing big things with the Ultimate lines. Yeah, like on this one here, I mean, they use a full alternate universe. Like uh, in the Ultimates line, uh, they're fighting Reed Richards right now. Oh, and shit. yeah, Reed Richards has um, become the leader of a superhuman race, and he's basically trying to take over the world. Is he still young? Uh. No, he was. It's it's kind of an extension from when he from the old, uh, old Marvel universe where he was part of Fantastic Four. Got he ended up becoming a lot like Victor Von Doom, and um, got lost in a phantom void, and then reemerged um, with this whole superhuman race. And every you know he's out to basically take over. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, you get lost in a realm. Yeah, know? you get lost in a realm, and you know. Uh, some of the ones that I've interested in, and I, uh, and actually I've been really um, also into Justice League Dark. Really like the whole mystical. I need side. I need to check that. I I've read like the first issue. It's it's really cool. I like it. Just the whole mystical side of it, and it's just very dark and just very. It, it's it's for me. It's a fun read. Um, ones that I'm interested in, but I, I I follow. Sometimes I'll get like an issue or two behind. Um, is like All Star Western. Uh, I've gotten in um, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. I've been giving it more and more of a chance. Um, kind of digging on it. Uh, Wolverine and the X-Men, which has actually been really cool. It's the spawn-off issue from uh, from X-Men Schisms, where basically Wolverine up and takes the kids off of Utopia and decides to teach them the way Xavier was as, as opposed to the way Scott has become. Very mer- militaristic. Um and also, I've been picking up just before the ends of the Earth storyline, The Amazing Spider-Man. I've decided to get back into that. Right now, I've just started p- checking out like The Invincible Iron Man, um, Incredible Hulk, Winter Soldier, which is the Bucky Bucky's new series, um, Mighty Thor, and Ultimate Comics X-Men, which has been pretty cool because they still use the extinct after the extinction storyline where most of the old um, X-Men have been killed off, like Wolverine's dead, um, uh, Scott's dead. So they're dealing with the remnants and the new Dakins in this one. So they're dealing with more of a, a new batch of uh, of mutants. Mm-hmm. So it's actually been pretty. It's been pretty interesting. I've I've been digging it on it so far. But I know, like in the next couple of months, when um, Hickman leaves Ultimates, they're going to do a whole big event that's going to affect Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, Ultimates, and X-Men. Of course they're going to, of course. because because with Hickman leaving a big book like that, with yeah. he has an established fan base, and yeah. you're gonna have a lot of people who are just gonna dip just because he's not writing it anymore. Yeah, 
There's, that had same shit happens with fucking Morrison. He'll leave he'll leave something, and then like half the fucking people that were reading it aren't reading it anymore. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> there might be more to it, you know. Yeah, I know. Um, what? Here's a good question. What is your biggest um, your biggest surprise? Like maybe maybe the first issue or the first issue read was really fucking weak, and then it started to get really good. Like what was what was one for you that was pretty pretty legit like that? Um. Of comics, I have to say, uh, um, Captain America started off a little weak in the first issue, um, and so did Daredevil. Both first issues started off a little weak, but had enough to kind of interest me to – I've always liked Daredevil, and um, I, I, I was collecting his comics back in the day. Except for the movie. <laughs> yeah, except for the movie. Um which we do not talk about. No. Um, but uh, I, I have to admit, yeah, I thought um, Captain America and Daredevil started off a bit weak in the first issue, but as they got going, it really picked up, and and those became the ones that um, that uh, I, I started to heavily follow. Uh, what was it for you? I mean, where mine um, was Green Lantern. Uh, I remember we <laughs> yes we read the first issue, and we were both like. He's such what a the fuck dick. was it? He's such a pussy. You know what I mean? Like you're just like, I can't even read this. Every issue got better, mm-hmm. um, and it's you know it was it was a big story arc with Sinestro and and uh, or Sinestro, I'm sorry, and he he uh, he's basically in control of Jordan in a way. I don't I don't want to spoil it too much, um, but it's it's really it was really interesting. There was there was a lot of emotion coming from um, coming from Jordan that wasn't pussy emotion like it was like real shit emotion coming from Sinestro too which is kind of odd um, it, it was just it was really good like the story was really cool there was a few issues where at the end and I was like oh shit what the fuck just happened you know I had to wait till next month and I fucking hate that when it's like <laughs> really good Justice League does that to me it's, it's like it's, really it's, good it, it's like where you where you kind of wish you waited like six months just to get the trade paperback so you could read exactly. the whole storyline exactly. Um, but yeah, Green Lantern, and I haven't read the other Green Lanterns. Um, Green Lantern Core. Yeah, Core and um, shit. What's the other one called? New Guardians or something. Oh yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The New um, Guardians. I haven't read those ones. I've always kind of just stuck with the main Green Lantern. Um, but yeah, man, that that one pretty much blew me away. Uh, what kind I've, of? Oh, go ahead. No, I have nothing to say. Um, I was gonna say what. What's been a disappointment? What's probably your biggest disappointment that you like started off really cool and just kind of mm. went? I don't really know. Like, let me look at my little list here. Uh, I would, I would probably say, for me, Superman, like the main Superman, not Action Comics. I'm kind of is it? Which one is it? Which Mor- one do Mor- I like? Morrison does Action Comics. Okay, the Morrison one. And I'm a big fan of Morrison. Yeah. I'm just not taking the direction he's taking it. You know, like it's it's quality writing, but I'm just not I I'm not liking. I like Superman to be a little bit above everybody else. Yeah. Like not too much, not golden age, but just just like a little bit, a yeah. little bit better. Yeah. You know? And he's a little too gritty in action. Um, I'm just not de- like I lost interest in it. I haven't really been reading it that much. Yeah. That that kind of happened with me with All Star Western, 
I mean, I liked the whole the whole concept, you know, um, uh, just uh, Western Gotham City, Arkham. There's a murderer going around, and you know, um, crap, I forgot the character's name. Uh, fuck, he did that movie. They did the movie. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex, that's it. God, I can't believe I forgot it. Um, Jonah Hex, and he had to go and find, uh, you know, he teamed up with, um, uh, with uh, Dr. Arkham to, to find out who it is. And, with Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, it, it started off cool, but this, this, it just kind of, I think there was a little, too much exposition. Like there was so little dialogue going on that everything was all the thoughts of Doctor Arkham reading his journal, and I think it just became too bogged down with it, and and yeah. and the artwork wasn't as clean as I liked, and uh, it started off good, and then yeah, I've kind of fallen a little behind on that one. Um, all right, and I think, were you were you were you done with that? Yeah, I was done with that. Okay, um, I think the last question I ask is, what is the comic, the comic or comic series or whatever that you're most looking forward to. Um, let's see. I I was um I guess the comic series that I'm like event is that what you're talking about or like yeah just anything you know um well the biggest event I was looking forward to was um Avengers versus X Men. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that that for me was like the 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 big event that I was looking. I was looking forward to with Fear itself when it when it started, and then I was just completely disappointed with that. Um, with with um, Avengers versus X Men, I just read the second issue today. Script wise, it's good. The artwork is still flat, and mm-hmm. it, it it there's you know when you have all of the the Avengers in one panel, like in, in in one panel, you expect it to be, you know, that look, you know, when you epic. have that, yeah, <laughs> that epic look of like, you know, it's like holy shit, you know, you, this is supposed to be the point of view, and you see all the Avengers there. You're supposed to like sit there and literally either like gasp, ejaculate, or like get a massive pants tent, but. Right. It just it wasn't happening. It's like you know, it, it's like the old school like Spider Man where you don't even see the lines in his um red, you know in the red part of his costume. Like you know, it was just very awkward, and there was like awkward posing, and I was just like, oh, that pisses me off because the story is good, the story is getting good, but it, it's just the artwork is starting to piss me off, and and it, it's it, it's one of those where it's like I want to read, but at the same time I'm like, fucking assholes, come on. Um. But that that's been the only one that I've as far as book, like book that I'm looking forward to, it's Earth Two Batman. Nice. Uh or Earth I'm sorry, sorry, Earth One Batman that I'm looking forward to. Um yeah. with me, I'm gonna go off B a little bit. Looking for that Doctor Who fucking Star Trek crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I it almost it has to be at least every other day I go, when's that shit coming out? <laughs> I trip out on it because it's just it it's mixing to like like not only because I'm geeking out on both Star Trek and Doctor Who, but it's just it's an amazing crossover. Yeah, it's going to be cool, you know. So it, I'm just looking forward to that. Superhero wise, um. Pretty much the same stuff you are, to be honest. Because yeah. um, with, since I'm so settled into DC, I'm stuck in the 
it's issue nine month, you know, so everything <laughs> yeah. just kind of going with the motions. But um, I'm looking forward to uh, that X-Men bit because you've been talking that up. Um, but Doctor Who and Star Trek, bitches. I yeah, I almost forgot about that one. Tell uh, you. One question I wanted to ask you, though, um, is uh, best event or comic or uh, that that still makes you Jones to read it now. Like, you know, you could have read it, like, when you were a kid. You could have read it, like, a half, you know, a year ago. Just something that... Um, like, of all time? Yeah, like, all time. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you, know, you know, what was... Um, is there a particular one that... that <laughs> I would have to go with two. and Two of them. I have to pick two of them. Um, one of them's more modern time, and it's obviously Civil War. Um, Civil War blew my fucking mind. (laughs) Um, The other one was when I was a lot younger, and it actually real raw emotion when I read it was the death of Superman, the death and the and the um, resurrection of Superman. A lot of a lot of Jesus undertones in that. Yeah, keep it real, but um, that I not only remember reading it and being affected by it myself, but also just seeing everyone around me being affected by just the cover and it being on cnn and shit yeah like it was like <laughs> such a big deal yeah you know so um that one uh we gotta pick three dude there's too many fucking comic um secret wars dude what the fuck i'll read fucking <laughs> secret wars any day yeah <laughs> yeah i would have to say for mine it was definitely civil war is my all-time favorite yeah um i just reread that like the other day um that and uh, uh, Secret Wars, the original one. Spider-Man yeah, gets a black suit. Black yeah, the original. Suit. Um, and uh, after that, I'd have to say that um, my other all-time favorite is uh, – um, damn. I'm trying to think of a, a third one. A third one probably would have to be – um. Oh man, it's it's kind of kicking my ass right there. Um. You know, I actually, I actually probably would have to say the the death of Captain America, like the the fallout from Civil mm-hmm. War. Uh, I I really kind of was its own that. event. Yeah, right the, there. yeah, because you had Captain America, and uh, you know she. I mean, he uh, just kind of, you know, he, he took it, you know, said, look, I mean, at the end of Civil War, he says, give it up, you know, you know, I, I've i broken the law, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes through that and then ends up getting killed. And of course, you know, find out what happens after that. But I, I, I still think that had kind of an impact on me as well as, as, as Superman. But I think for me, Captain America was a little more poignant for me. Right. Mostly because, you know, being a Marvel. Um, so... I also have to throw in one more, um, the Killing Joke, dude. Oh yeah, that blew my that blew my fucking mind when I read it, and and that's one that if it's sitting in a homie's house, I'll always pull it out, and and just start reading it. It was it was just an amazing. I mean, first of all, greatest comic book villain of all time. Oh, of course, and I'll, I'll argue that fucking point till I die. You know, usually I'll be like, you know, I respect your opinion, not with that. I'll be like, no, you you are ill informed and fucking stupid. If you think otherwise. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one's pretty dope. I mean, there's so many. 
it's like a hard question to answer because there's so many good fucking comic book just like storylines and oh, events yeah, and it's just silly just silly silly <laughs> and there's a bunch i haven't read that i've heard are fucking great and one that i'm kind of mad at myself for now oh there's a good question and then we'll end this because we're just rattling on now yeah, I know, right um what is one um comic book event that you really wanted to read and probably still want to read now but you missed for whatever reason you never read it um uh oh god what one that i haven't read um oh actually i probably have to say the the uh the dark knight when the the was it the frank miller one when he basically mm. gave batman his balls back Oh, year one? Year one, yeah. Yeah, that that one is pretty amazing. And actually, if you want to go real quick through that, um, they did make a animated film. Yeah, I have it. I still haven't watched it yet. That that film follows the book really well, and it's fucking – it's an amazing film. Like, <laughs> I, it really blew my mind. Um, mine – and I can't remember what it's called, <laughs> and I missed it. It was in the old DC universe. Well, not too long ago, but – um. It was when there was the Black Lanterns and heroes were, like, dying and being resurrected and it was all fucking crazy. Um, I can't remember what it was called. But it, it just was the shit. I'm going to look it up now because it's going to bug me. Actually, um, when we were talking about um, – I, I just remembered my third, um, my third favorite event novel, graphic novel, Superman Red Sun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Red Sun was the shit, dude. It oh, was. Blackest Night. That's what it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackest Night. Yeah. Not only Blackest Night, but I didn't read any of Blackest Night or Brightest Day after that. And that I thought that's... you started to – because I thought you st- – No, oh. I, I was getting them, and then I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to have my uncle send them to me, uh-huh. be, a little, be a little fucking spoiled bitch about it. <laughs> but he never – I never really asked him, and then, he never, and then I got caught up in some other shit. Um, but – I think I've read like the first two issues, but that doesn't count because that was a long fucking event. But I've always because you know zombies are the shit. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. But uh, that's that's our that's our comic book rant. <laughs> and basically, to sum it all up, read more fucking comic books. Yes. And you know what? I fully endorse those who who buy it in the print form. I think that's awesome. But you know what? It's a new age, man. If you got <laughs> if you got to read it in that digital, you got an iPad or something, you have no excuse not to be checking this shit out. Because they say that the only two true American art forms are jazz music and comic books. Which one are you gonna pick? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on. So basically, comic books. Hashtag America. <laughs> hashtag America. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I think we can. Yeah, since we we did kind of go a little long on this, I don't but give it, a fuck. But it was it was good. It was educational. That's right. And we came we came up on the fly with some cool questions. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't have, even have my questions written. That's right. All right. So uh, going right into some uh, to balance out the epicness that we had of comics, uh, we have our douchebags. 
So my number one douchebag, I titled this one, <laughs> I like the title, Anonymous, enough said. Um, for uh, when it strikes me as funny when people commit on the surface a perfect crime and then they do stuff that gets them caught. Apparently, that's the prerequisite if you want to be a member of an offshoot of Anonymous called Cabin Crew. These two douchebags were nailed by law enforcement for hacking into law enforcement websites and dumping information. Uh, now, <laughs> uh, this the the thing is kind of long, so I'm just going to kind of read you the little, the little parts here. Uh, according to Ars Technica, 30-year-old Hinino O. Ochua III was charged with gaining unauthorized access to four law enforcement websites, uh, according to a recent unsealed documents in federal court in Austin, Texas. The feds tracked him down in part thanks to a posting an image, quote, showing a scantily clad woman holding a sign saying that the hack was carried out by Warmer of Cabin Crew. Uh, uh, metadata in the image combined with the other digital evidence he left. Um, he allegedly left. Allowed them to pro, um, to find and prosecute uh, this guy. <laughs> and uh, another guy here, who, uh, what's his name? Uh, Borelli, who was also caught for who was actually in federal court for hacking into law enforcement websites, uh, according to uh, the FBI. Tips slated that Borelli was. Uh, participated in numerous government in, um, agency intrusions as well as leaking of classified documents. Borelli was an active um, was active in anon ops and has aided in um, the hacking of multiple individuals as well. The tips further claim that Borelli was the lead in a in a strategic in a well, what the hell is that word satitar Satagara leak of Brazilian files of hosted uh, hosted them on the website satagaraleaks.org and had been in contact with Sabu Sabu the lender of Lulsect the uh, uh, hacking group affiliated with Anonymous and you also may remember that that's the dude that turned over on his group and started mm-hmm. helping the FBI <laughs> track him down so the only thing Lulsec did right was their fucking um their logo the little stick figure with the wine glass and the and the monocle and shit. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> well, but what makes Borelli a douchebag is not only did he converse with Sabu, which they had um, chat logs from his IRC chat, but uh, may not it normally, normally may not stay, sound like a douchebag, but stay with me on this one. Law enforcement subpoena twittered for information linked to the user it's um, at Itsakuna, which was a name that was thrown around in the in the chat, who has an account that announced web intrusions and speaks to journalists. Well, it seems that all four IP addresses used to access that Twitter account had ties to Borelli. One belonged to someone that lived 300 feet away from him during the time it was assigned to that resident. Itsakuna issued a tweet that read, Neighbors, thank you for installing a new router today and choosing um, WIP to protect it. I appreciate the extra bandwidth for torrents. Two other IP addresses belonged to a business and a church that Borelli had worked for. For that <laughs> makes you a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... uh my second douchebag of the week. It's it's all about ratings. 
Now, getting clips to play at the right time during a television program is a science. This comes from uh, Cinema Blend. One of that occasionally broke. Uh, uh, one that is occasionally broken by an intern hitting the wrong button on cable company, getting some of its wires crossed. The latter recently happened at a, to a local uh, Canadian local news channel, and the result ended in basically a worst case scenario. On Friday, TV station CHCH, located out of Hamilton, Ontario, was working through the morning news when the signal was interrupted by hardcore game pornography during a three-minute stint. The event occurred at around 9.30 a.m., and if anyone in the studio was not fully awake before then, they were after they scrambled to try to put an end to the sex scene that had not even originated in the station. Later Friday, CHCH came out to apologize, and director Mark uh, Kratzitz off, um, even offered an on-air apology for the event and was regrettably out of the station's hands. Quote, first of all, we'd like to apologize to our viewers. This was a problem that originated not here at CHCH, but at a cable company. Apparently, some of the lines had been cut, and they were splicing back together. Unfortunately, some inappropriate content went on air. They don't label the lines porn? Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> it really sucks that CHCH was put in a situation that um, to have to apologize, but hopefully the incident is isolated. The cable company that aired the program will get its act together. The cable broadcasting regulation, the CRTC, is currently investigating the incident, but I highly doubt the local program will get fined for something that was entirely out of their control. What a way to start out a Friday, though. <laughs> No, you read that wrong. It's what a way to start out a Friday. It's a porn. <laughs> way to start out a Friday. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so this was like Friday morning. Yeah. So somewhere oh. in America, porn was playing on yeah. Friday morning. Friday morning at 9.30 a.m. Nice. <laughs> now that's the way to start them. Well, fuck coffee. <laughs> you know? Literally, fuck the coffee because you're watching. <laughs> it's a, All yeah, right, man. Anyway. You just want some penis in your coffee? Ooh. Um, just to stir it up. So I titled this one, This is a Good Way to Get on Someone's Hit List. Uh, this happened in London. Workers at investment firm Avia Investors got a shock on Friday when the company accidentally sent an email with leaving instructions intended for one, de- one departing employee to the entire worldwide staff of 1,300 people. Um, the firm's human resource department realized its mistake and recalled the offending message 25 minutes later and soon afterwards sent out another email apologizing to the staff for the error. Company spokesman Paul Lockstone said, uh, quote, an email which was intended for a member of staff who was leaving today was accidentally sent to all Avia, or I'm sorry, Aviva uh, investors staff worldwide, Lockstone said. People were pretty quickly aware of the fact that this was a mistake. I don't believe any of our staff would have seen it really as anything other than a mistake that it was. The email was a standard message sent to people leaving the company, covering things such as handing back the company equipment and confidentiality rules, and did not tell tell recipients they were fired, Lockstone said. So I'm not even going to read the rest. So basically, (laughs) you know what? Yeah. Most of them probably were like, yeah, this is a fuck up, you know. 
But you know, there was a couple cats like, what the fuck is this shit? I've been pulling 60 hours a week and these motherfuckers <laughs> coming at me with this shit. I want to slap. First motherfucker from manager who comes to this game, cut. I don't give a fuck. I know, right? I'm taking all you motherfuckers with me. Pookie, let's burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> Fucking tables are being flipped. And then 25 minutes later, oh, it's just a mistake. And then you see that one dude in the corner calmly putting the tables back up, putting the pencils back on it suddenly yeah. trying to put out the fire that yeah <laughs> and you know every time an issue a situation like that comes up there's always somebody named pookie you always <laughs> pookie burn this motherfucker down i oh saw that god. i was like oh my god that sucks all right so my next douchebag i titled this one you might be a douchebag if um <laughs> this one and the picture says it all too um <laughs> So a man recently siphoned gas from a police car and then proceeded to post a photo of the crime onto Facebook. So he siphoned gas <laughs> from a police car, took a picture of it, of him doing it. And the picture is he's sitting there with a base, white baseball cap crooked looking like a douchebag, uh, jeans, red T-shirt, siphoning gas with his finger flipping off the camera, right? Mm-hmm. Plane is says police, you know, car two oh nine. Right. Just in case you want to know. So the smoking gun reports that the man, twenty year old Kentucky resident Of course. Michael Baker is facing a misdemeanor charge as a result of this strange incident. The whole thing took place last month when Baker posed in I'm sorry, posed in beside a squad car while his girlfriend took a photo. Must be real proud of her boyfriend. Right. Mm. Um, well, in Kentucky, she probably is. Baker was Baker was flipping the bird at the camera while very clearly siphoning gasoline from the police vehicle. As an arrest warrant explains, Baker then proceeded to post the picture of his theft on Facebook. So all this point at this point, all references to the siphoning incident and subsequent arrest appear to have been removed from Baker's Facebook profile, which is completely public, by the way. Right. It's not no privacy or anyone can see it. Um, But the folks at the smoking gun point out that the young man did discuss both before cleaning up his social media presence a tiny bit. So he said, (laughs) just got out of jail. He wrote in one post adding later that, yeah, LOL, I went to jail over Facebook. He used the wrong two, by the way. I fucking hate that. (laughs) Um, Responding to a friend who had? I mean, it's it's one thing if you use T O, but when you use T O O, it's just more work. Anyway, right. um, not seeing the image before it was yanked, Baker assured, "Yeah, lol, you would just have to s- what? Yeah, <laughs> lol, you would just have to seen it. It was funny as hell, though. But T H O, of course." Um, so, yeah, this guy's a fucking moron. Um, it's one thing, you know, you come to the homies and go, yeah, man. So I didn't have any money and I didn't have any gas. I saw a cop car and I did what I needed to fucking do. That's one thing with, like, two friends. And you always have one friend that goes, you you stupid for that shit. But your friends will give you the, the high fives or whatever, or the fucking fist pound or whatever the fuck you're doing. Right. But to put it on Facebook, a public Facebook profile, you're an idiot. You're a special kind of douchebag. 
<laughs> They'll Google goggles that motherfucker and find out who you are. <laughs> Technolo- technology's gonna find you. <laughs> technology's a bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> twenty twelve. <laughs> By the way, Dick Clark died in twenty twelve. Yeah, that means we won't have a new year. Oh shit! Twenty twelve. Fucking Mayans, dude. I know. <sighs> <laughs> so who is um by the way i like on the show notes it's on our comic book heavy podcast you kept putting enough said at the end of everything <laughs> well because it's, it's douchebag enough said who is our douchebag of the week our douchebag of the week here is um starbucks enough said uh starbucks because they're not dunkin donuts <laughs> <laughs> uh starbucks will stop using a dye made from crushed bugs in its strawberries and cream frappuccinos and other items after ingredients prompted an outcry from some customers now also too should be announced that customers are prob are most their customers are most likely douchebags as well the yeah. coffee giant said in a post thursday that it will gradually transition from the um using uh Cocinal extract as a red food dye to using uh, lycopene, which is tomato-based for red and pink foods and drinks. Uh, this expects the transition to be completed in the United States by the end of June. Starbucks drew flack from some vegetarians after a vegan barista noticed last month that the company started using uh, cochino extract, which was made from crushed insects in the Frappuccino. The company also used the product in strawberry banana smoothies, raspberry swirl quake, red velvet whoopie pies, and other items. At the time, the company said that it switched the extract in response to customers who wanted who wanted Starbucks to be more natural, to have more use more natural like ingredients. Put, God forbid, strawberries in their strawberry shakes. Right, and <laughs> I'm thinking that. Okay, so, and uh, that that that, and the reason why it's a douchebag is because it's for multiple reasons for Starbucks as well as for people because nobody's complaining about the fact that it's made out of bugs. They're complaining about the fact that it's not vegan friendly. Yeah. So basically, you can serve a pile of shit. Make sure it's it's sold by Starbucks, and people will make sure they eat it well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it just even the advocacy group people for the ethical treatment of animals lauded the move, saying Starbucks learned clearly from its error, not the error that they used bugs. First of all, the ethical treatment of animals—they don't care about insects. They've never, no one cares about insects. Yeah, you don't see PETA getting mad if you step on a fucking ladybug. You know, they, they just don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> but um. I do want to say one thing, and this is just in reference to Starbucks. I just want to make sure everybody knows this. If you have ever purchased music from Starbucks, you're instantly a douchebag. <laughs> you could be the nicest person on the planet, but if you've bought music from Starbucks, not only are you a douchebag for buying a CD. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, right. Um, you're a douchebag because the music in Starbucks is some of the douchiest music I've ever seen in my life. I, I used to go, because in California, where we used to live, in our area, there weren't many, there weren't any Dunkin' Donuts. That's my spot of choice. You know, so like, I go to Starbucks every once in a while. Every single time I pick up the CD and code, I actually asked the dude one time, I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this? 
<laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, wait, you guys sell the douchiest music. And you know what he tells me? This, this is a this is a flamboyantly gay man, which is fine. It just you can envision the tone of his voice. Um, he says, uh, he goes, yeah, we sell douchey music. Is that a problem? <laughs> and I'm all, oh my god, <laughs> I gotta go. I took my black normal coffee and left. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I knew there was a die out there made from crushed bugs. And to be completely honest with you, I don't give a fuck, even if it's in my food, because it doesn't matter to me. It's not like I'm eating a cockroach. You know, they've been making dyes out of bugs and shit for fucking centuries. But it is funny, though. It's it's not even Starbucks, not even the douchebag here. Because they're just using a product that everybody fucking uses. It's that these Starbucks customers are such so douchey that they're like, um, excuse me. You know, this isn't vegan friendly. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, I don't know. You have canines for a reason, could be a little bitch. (laughs) You know? Right. Uh, so, uh... Our epic person of the This week. is one of the best epic person we've had. Yeah. I really like this one. Um, so, as you know, there's a lot of people out there that tend to give, you know, superhero movies a bad rap. Oh, they're, they're silly. They're stupid. You know, that, you know, it, it, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, people will always ridicule. And, uh. Because they don't fucking get it. You're right. So, Tom Hiddleston, who, if you've watched Thor, plays Loki, Thor's brother, who was epic, by the way. Looks like a futuristic super pimp. I know. Doesn't he? Like, (laughs) he looks really fucking slick. He does, man. Um, And uh, he wrote an editorial to the, um, The Guardian, the UK newspaper, and he pointed out that... And and it's very eloquent. And he basically stated that, you know, some of the greatest actors have turned into um, superheroes into serious business. And he pointed out through the mythology, superhero movies shed light on humanity itself. Quote, superhero films offer a shared, faithless, faithless modern mythology through which these truths can be explored in our increasing secular society with so many disparate gods and different faiths superhero films present a a unique canvas upon which our shared hopes dreams and apocalyptic nightmares can be projected and played out uh hiddleston continued drawing parallels to ancient cultures ancient societies with um, anthropomorphic God, gods, a huge pantheon explain, expanding into centuries of uh, dynastic drama, fathers and sons, martyred heroes, star-crossed lovers, the death of kings, stories that taught us of, da- of the danger of hu- hubris and prime, um, primacy of humility and the everyday stuff that every man's uh, of every man's life and we love it it sounds cliched but superheroes can be lonely vain arrogant and proud often they overcome these human frailties for the greater good the possible possibility of redemption is right around the corner but we have to earn it and he actually talks about the hulk metaphor which i thought was pretty slick yeah i'm reading it right now yeah uh the hulk is the perfect metaphor for her 
fear of anger. It's destructive conquest is, consequences. It's consuming fire. It's not a soul on. There's not a soul on this earth who hasn't wanted to Hulk smash something in their lives. And when the heat of rage cools, and all that we are left with is the shame and regret. Bruce Banner, the Hulk's humble alter ego, is as appalled by the by his anger as we are. And then, of course, there's another superhero. Bruce Wayne is the superhero Hamlet, a brooding soul misunderstood alone for ever condemned to avenge the unjust murder of his parents. Captain America is a poster boy for uh, martial heroism in military combat and a natural leader, the war hero, the natural leader, the war hero. Spider-Man is the eternal adolescent. Peter Parker's arachnid counterpart is the embodiment of his best kept secret, his independent thought and power. When I read this, it made me so proud to be a comic book reader. You know what's funny, though, is everything he said, every comic book fan knows. Yes. Like, we will sit here. Like, I've sat with people, and going back to the Joker, which I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I have explained the complexity of that character to people who aren't comic book fans, and they don't get it. You can you can explain to them a million times of the dynamic between um, the the yin and the yang type stuff with him and Batman, and how you know the Joker thinks and this and that and this and that. Reference different stories, they never get it. He's just a stupid clown that kills people, and they they don't get it. You try to explain Batman um, and what he said about how he's like the superhero Hamlet, which is pretty legit thing to say. And then they don't get it. You know, I don't understand. There's like a break somewhere where certain people get it and certain people don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. You know. Yeah. I feel you. I feel right. you. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and you got to think, too, that, you know, if people say, they go, oh, well, what the fuck does he know? He's just – he's in these comedies. Yeah, but to, to take it to that step, to write it so eloquently – that you have to realize that he's a comic book fan. And he doesn't have to write this because he's in the movies. He's still yeah. getting his fucking check. Yeah, he could just sit there and go, fuck y'all, you know. And But he, he wrote it. He understood. He knows what it is. And he may not have been a comic book fan before, but reading it, under, especially understanding Loki, the jealous brother, you know, that's 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 talk about a, talk right about a dope character. Too. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's Shakespearean right there. You know, it, it goes beyond that. It just becomes, yeah, our modern mythology, much like Star Wars was, was our modern mythology, our modern fa- fantasy tale. So, you know, and, and I just thought when I read that, I was just like, wow, it, it's it's just it's amazing. And, it, and I thought this, that this makes him epic because, yeah, he didn't have to do it. He, he, he got his paycheck. He did his movie, you know, but. Here he's explaining, saying this is why they're important. And yeah. he's also these English actors that do the stage and stuff. They don't pick a movie for the check. Yeah, they, they pick, pick for the movie, character. Yeah, they pick a movie because they dig it. You know, they're not like the American actors. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make some money, motherfuckers. Support my co-gambit. Yeah, yeah, like the guy that played Gambit. You know, like no, fuck this shit. I ain't gonna do. X-Men again. I'm not going to play Gambit again after the movie tanks. You know, yeah, I'd be playing them till I'm like 40, 45. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. 
Oh, bravo, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, no one even cares about your character right now, exactly. so don't worry about it. <laughs> Nobody's going to be calling you anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, because you're a punk-ass bitch. All right. Uh, so we're going to jump into some uh, two site comments this week. Uh, for me, I got long shot on Dick Clark's passing. Uh, I had said at the, the last um, – I had made a mention at the end of the of my article that uh, – you know, I had been ushering in the New Year with him forever, like my whole life, and that New Year's Eve won't be the same now. And um, he replied, uh, Longshot replied, no, it won't. I don't cry easily and, but hearing um, when hearing that anyone in entertainment has died, but I did yesterday. Uh, this man brought so much joy to so many people for so long. He reminds us of the teenager in all of us. I hope he is in heaven playing records and watching kids dancing on the dance floor. He will be very missed. And not in a creepy way. Yeah, yeah, not in a creepy way. He he really was. I mean, you know, it, it, and to me, when I heard, I was like, oh man, you know, because he never, you never heard anything bad about him. You never heard anybody say, oh yeah, he likes these hookers, and you know, you never heard any of that. Always seemed like a nice guy. And then yeah, every New Year's he was always on there. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, uh, and yeah, he will be missed this. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, no New Year's this year. Mm-hmm. And as uh, this is the first year in my lifetime that Dick Clark has never done a New Year's show. Yeah. Because I was born in the 80s. You yeah. Know, so that's it's weird to me when I think about him not doing it. Yeah, I know. Not that I ever watched it, but still. <laughs> um, So my homie Rotten. That's a weird <laughs> name, dude. Um, he got long shot and rotten. Like a lot of people are down <laughs> on themselves today. Um <laughs> In reference to my EA losing uh, Star Wars Your Republic subscribers, uh, he was he was a bit angry about this too. Um, they don't <laughs> <I noticed. laughs> they don't have even um, 0.5 what is that million? Yeah, yeah, 0.5 million. Most of the servers are empty. That's why they're in panic at the moment and giving free 30 days for players and making this pathetic trials. I took 30 days either, but I'll never log in to game with... Let me just break right here. Um, <laughs> I would really appreciate it if we could take some time. Stop writing edit, in anger. Right, <laughs> and edit our, um, our comments. Now, see, I have to edit the article, so I think we can all just edit... The, the, the little fucking three sentences that you write down. I appreciate the comments. But like long shot up there, it was in English. Rock <laughs> down here, I don't know what the hell he's saying. The um, anger started to fill his soul and he just started. And I get it. I've done that, but you, you turn into Hulk smash and you don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Suddenly I, you're pounding with your fist at the keys. Exactly. I took 30 days either, but I'll ne- I think he's saying he took the 30, 30 days, days. But um, I'll never log into the game. To to a game with um, Bioware or EA on the cover, they are just thieves and provide crap to suck money from big community. End of Rhine. I don't know what end of Rhine means. Um, EA, yeah, a lot of people with the big business. Bioware though, dude, I can't I can't roll with you on that, dude. Bioware is I res- have so much respect for Bioware, and that stretches all the way back to Shadows of Aim and shit. I can't I can't. Bioware could make a game that was complete shit, and I would go, well, maybe it's just not for everyone. Yeah, like Bioware is just one of those companies. Now, 
Because Bioware is a developer. EA is a distributor and a publisher. Right. So we can hate them. That, that's okay. But I don't hate them. Like, I don't get it. EA's, EA puts out games that everybody loves. EA does things that people love. You know, they do little social apps and everything, you know. Mm. I never really understood the hate a corporation thing. <laughs> you know, it's – it's why? Because they make more money than you? Like, calm down. You know, but <laughs> thanks for the comment. Um <laughs> So let's let's roll in. I just I didn't agree with anything he said. Yeah. I just well, no, I just thought it was funny because yeah, he started off okay, and then suddenly the the words and the sentences started making less and less sense. Either either stop drinking or calm down. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but he, one thing I'm kind of iffy on too, and I you know no disrespect, but I think he's making uh, Star Wars: The Republic seem like it's doing a lot worse than it is. Um, the hun- and then what I said in my article was the honeymoon period is definitely over. Yeah, uh, we're not seeing s- fucking just sways of people. A lot of the people that left WoW to go check it out will start coming back to WoW. Yeah, because it they've is- left it long enough. And, exactly. You know, and now uh, it's time for them to yo. Know, well, I'll go check see what WoW is. See what the mist, panda thing is up. <laughs> the mist of Pandaria is coming out, and people will start coming. I mean, this is these are. Th- the way it's almost like the stock market. Yeah. The way the way consumers move throughout video games, you can track it if you know what you're looking at. You know, and I know that people are gonna go, Oh fuck wow, I've been playing this for years and they'll float over to Star Wars, it will get cool and then it will be commonplace and go, Oh, I wonder what my friends are doing and wow. And they'll start moving back, you know, it's whatever. But <laughs> um the game definitely you know, I, I mentioned in the article um, the analyst said that it's gonna it's peaking and it's gonna start losing slowly losing, but it's not like it's gonna fall forever. Right. Yeah, let's, let's relax. It, yeah, know? it's gonna it's gonna do it like it normally does. All right, let's do quote of the, quote week. Of the week. Quote of the week and start wrapping this shit up. We're going yeah. long today. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you never do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my quote of the week: uh, Women, you can't live with them, and they won't go out with me. Uh, <laughs> that quote was from the, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was from the Guild, uh, where I finally was introducing my brother to the Guild today. And um, fortunately, you know, like, you know, as we're as we're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to bestow and enrich others' lives, which I did. And this was one of the episode, one of the scenes in uh, season three, and I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> now, my my quote. My quote of the week, um, been watching a lot of election stuff. Uh, you know, it's an election year. Um, so now Is everyone it? wants, yeah. <laughs> so now all of a sudden politicians want to talk to the common people. Um, <laughs> and this is a quote from, from the Joker, from the New Earth um, event or fucking book. Um, and it's something that I think, this is when he was running for, I think, ruler of the fucking universe. I can't even remember. Um it's vote for me or I'll kill you, which is something <laughs> that, of course, the Joker would say with a big smile on his face. But I, f- I feel it's something that every politician wants to say, like, vote for me or I'll fucking kill you. Like, just just mm-hmm. how about that? You know, so I, I, I think that that really reaches into your soul yeah. and lights it on fucking fire. <laughs> so I, I like that quote. Yeah. All right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you can read more of um, the topics we talked about. Um, you can check out our website, thelazygeeks.com. <gasps> Ooh. And you can check out my personal blog, 
when did this happen to me? At Shameless plug. Is it's my show, mother. <laughs> we don't have. We're if 2012 is gonna be it. I'm gonna plug whatever the fuck. That's is. right. <laughs> Uh, my personal blog, when did this happen to me? wordpress.com. Uh, you could also see Adam's personal site at Luscious. Ba- oh, whoops, sorry. oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to talk about plug that. Plug it up. Plug it up. <laughs> Shit. Luscious Blade. Luscious Babes. Info. Dot <laughs> <laughs> <Not> biz. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh. word. Uh, uh, be sure to like us on our Facebook page and add us to your circle on Google Plus. Follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, or you can follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad, or you can follow Adam over there at Lazy underscore Sapien. Yeah. You can even email us at thelazygeeks.com. I'm at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Whoops, got a little too carried away with that. One. Oh shit! Yeah. Woo! Uh, <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our youtube page youtube.com slash the lazy geeks one word the lazy geeks theme was provided by the talented kevin mcleod so it's about time for us to check out so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast either on itunes or the website uh tell us the good the bad and the incredibly sexy because we've heard it all before mm-hmm. uh be sure to leave a comment because if you do we just may read it on the podcast again please try to to reread before you hit submit, and that's not that's not just for our benefit. I'm asking the internet as a whole, <laughs> the internet, to just just stop the madness, please. Yes, because it's like 78 percent of the internet you can't read it. Yeah, because it makes no fucking sense. And you can always tell when somebody's angry because the words and the sentences start making less and less sense. In all caps. Yeah, like in all caps. Like what the fuck? <laughs> all right. So uh, remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week. Peace out.